0: Hello and welcome to Daily Devotions. Uh, we are in the second week of a two-week series on the Lord's Prayer that myself and the side pastors within our church uh, are unpacking. And last week, I looked at the context in which the Lord's Prayer is recalled in the account of Matthew's Gospel. And Jesus tells us to not make a big pomp and ceremony around our prayer, but to close the door and to seek the Father's will, not trying to strong-arm God into our will by making a public display of it, but humbly surrendering our will to seek God's will uh, as we pray. And this week I'd like to look at the other account of the Lord's Prayer, which is found in Luke's Gospel, in Luke 11. So last week was Matthew chapter 6, this is Luke chapter 11. And Luke gives a slightly different context to the Lord's prayer. So I'm going to read it. It's quite a chunky piece of scripture, but then we'll unpack it. So from verse 1, it says, One day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. And Jesus said to them, When you pray, say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth As it is in heaven. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Then Jesus said to them, suppose you have a friend and you go to him at midnight and say, friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me and I have no food to offer him. And suppose the one inside answers, don't bother me. The door is already locked and my children and I are in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of friendship, yet because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you fathers, if your son... Asks for a fish, we'll give him a snake instead. Or if he asks for an egg, we'll give him a scorpion. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? This is quite a punch, or quite a quite a lengthy passage of Scripture from Luke chapter eleven, verse one to thirteen. But there's so much in it that Jesus is teaching us, and I'd like to take th- take three key takeaways about how we are to ask appropriately when we pray. So Jesus is teaching us how to pray, that it's quite a simple prayer. It's a relational prayer. Last week we spoke about pursuing prayer as a relationship uh, or that prayer being a, is a relationship to be pursued rather than just a button to be pushed to get something out of God. So as we're developing this relationship, we humbly surrender our will to seek the Lord's will. But this is an invitation to come boldly before God to ask God knowing that he is a good and generous father who knows all that we need and desires to give it to us. So the first invitation I'd like to 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 give is to ask boldly. This Jesus says, because of your shameless audacity to ask, um, he will give it to you. So ask boldly. James says in James chapter uh, James chapter 1 verse 6, you should when you ask believe and don't doubt uh, for a that's the one that dies is like a double minded man tossed uh, like the waves of the, uh, by the wind. So ask boldly. And not only because of our shameless audacity, but another translation says, to preserve his good name, he will answer. God delights in answering our prayers for the glory of his name. It is God that gets glorified when we ask boldly of him and he comes through. We often ask boldly of God when. We know that we're at our wit's end. We can't handle this in our strength. And so it is for the glory of God's name, the hallowing of God's name that Vince spoke about on Friday, that we ask boldly, and God comes to answer, to preserve his name and in response to our shameless audacity. So ask boldly. Secondly, ask without ceasing. Ask ceaselessly. First uh, Thessalonians 5:17 says, pray without ceasing. This is Uh, context of the scripture is a lot about this perseverance of prayer, the keep coming back. You see, we live in a world of instant gratification where we want what we want when we want it, and that's now. But as we know, most good things take time to develop. Relationships take time to develop. A good meal, you can have a decent takeaway that's fast food or a quick 15 minute meal from Jamie Oliver but a really great meal the best ones take time even the finest coffees or teas take time to brew the finest wines or whiskies take time great things take time relationship takes time and perseverance is one of the characteristics of faith and we ought to persevere in prayer and persevere in not so much in trying to, to the more I pray maybe God will change his mind and give me what I want no To persevere is to, to learn to trust God more and more, to learn to surrender my will more and more, to find God's will, knowing that He will truly give me what I need. And we surrender our hearts so that our hearts align with God's hearts and then God grants us the desires of our hearts. So we should pray without ceasing. And when it feels like we're just not getting an answer, we should worship while we wait. That scripture in 1 Thessalonians 5, 17 that says pray without ceasing is sandwiched between two verses that say rejoice always and give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So our prayer is sandwiched between our worship. Even that famous prayer in Philippians 4 that God says be anxious for nothing, but in every situation by prayer, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your requests to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Even before that verse, it says rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I'll say rejoice. We've just been through the book of Philippians. So worship while you wait. And finally, ask without shame. James one, I referenced earlier says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask of your father who gives generously without finding fault. Through Jesus, we have presented Faultless, without shame, without guilt and condemnation before the Father. So we should ask boldly because we ask without shame. We ask as a child that is loved by his good and perfect Father in heaven. So the scripture tells us that God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So may we continue to seek the Lord in prayer. Humbly surrendering our will to seek his will, but asking boldly asking without ceasing and asking without shame. So I pray that this encourages you today as you go into your day. May we close in prayer. Father, we are so grateful that we may approach your throne of grace with confidence, knowing that we will find mercy and receive grace to help us in our time of need. Thank you, Father, that we can call you Father through your Son, Jesus Christ, and you call us your children, and that you have sent your Holy Spirit to confirm with our spirit that we are indeed the children of God, that we have access to you, that we may pray bold prayers, that we may pray continuously because we have access, open access to a relationship with you, and that we are able to approach you without guilt and without shame, for you have made us righteous in your sight through your Son, Jesus Christ, in whose precious name we pray. Amen.